0: Okay, goodness me, are you ready? Yes. Are you awake? Mostly. Mostly. I'm sure as shit not. Mostly. I'm, I don't know that I'm going to make it, so. This it, wine's not helping. If but I I'm, start snoring, I apologize. I'm going to drink it anyway. Okay, let's go for it. That's a free tink. And you know what? That sounds really amazing. I just got to tell you right off the bat.
1: That was a preemptive tink.
0: This is the best sounding tink we've ever had. (laughs) That one? It's glass on glass. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Okay, folks, I'd like to welcome you to episode number nine of Our Kids Asleep. My name is Jay Alejandro, and this is my wife. Maddie. Or Madeline for long.
1: (laughs) Madeline for long.
0: (laughs) If you wanted to go uh, with the formal, with the fancy. And we have to be completely honest here. We've been breaking our minds, cracking our heads, trying to figure out where we could find positive stories. Because it seems that right now, the really, really intense stories, the shitty stories, the sad ones, are the ones that are at the forefront of the news. And we we wanted to talk about that a little bit before we get onto the big story, which is the molar <laughs> shit that just came out. Hashtag it's molar time. I've been on Twitter. Do you know that I'm back on Twitter now? I did. Do you care?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Muller time. Is that that's the hashtag?
0: It's Muller time. Yeah. Like well, hammer there's time? So, there's so, no, no, no. It's like like Miller time. Oh, come on. That's dumb. That's not dumb. It is dumb. It's okay. It's a little dumb. <laughs> Why? But because
1: it, he's gonna he's gonna get lit tonight because he's.
0: Well, yeah, the dude's been working for two years straight. Yeah. I mean, give him a weekend off. And I'm, I love that it says a lot about his character that he turned it in on a Friday. I mean, it still had to be like, okay, the work is done probably on Wednesday or Tuesday, but he's like, no, I'm going to wait it out. (laughs) End of the week. So everyone has, you know, the full attention on, on the thing, but let's, let's do our preface, which is we need more positive stories in the world. What do you, what do you think about that?
1: I don't know. I don't know if the news has always been like this. Maybe I think no, I don't. I think that because the news is now a twenty-four hour news cycle, that you'd think there'd be more space for. <laughs> God damn it, Oscar! Oscar, you piece of shit, hey. dude! Oh, he's got the the food bowl. Okay, I'd like to take a
0: moment to welcome our guest of the show, Oscar, our piece of shit cat, who is wanting to eat the leftovers. He's very fond of leftovers, but let's face it, folks, who isn't?
1: Hopefully he'll be quiet now.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that.
1: So, I do think that because... Okay. No. Sorry. (laughs) You made a very forceful gesture with your hand.
0: Oh, no. I was waiting for him to make another noise because he kind of made another sound.
1: Yeah. So, I think because logically you would think if we had a 24-hour news cycle, which we do, that there would be more space for positive headlines, but it doesn't seem to positive headlines. Don't they -hmm. don't get viewers. They don't get clicks. Um, But here's
0: the counterpoint to that. I know that on a massive scale, you know, the, the scale and size of, of mass media and CNN doing 24 hour replays of the same fucking catastrophe. If you look at the counter side of that, you have, facebook pages like the dodo or all all those uplifting aggregator things Mm -hmm. where it's it's at the polar opposite and and then it becomes fluff but it works i mean people generally are are happier right when they see something uplifting like that or those endless videos of of maybe um somebody overseas who who's uh like in the service and they come back and they they see their family again or they their dog is waiting for them, which is cool stuff, but it's like the, the the polar opposite of of what we have now in the mainstream, or does it balance itself out? Like we're not looking in the right places.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I feel like you could still have like positive headlines without it being fluff. You know mm. what I mean? Like, but that's the thing, like you can only cover what's happening. Right. So I don't really know, like, if it's just things are shitty right now, or if oh, they definitely are, or if it's just the shitty things is what makes it into the headline.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a tricky balance, and and maybe the the big flaw of this whole this whole conversation is that it comes down to the person and where they're looking mm-hmm. and where they're getting their information, because I go on Reddit, as you know, quite a bit, and I find a lot of. A lot of information that's tailored to me, like the new algorithm and the new redesign of Reddit gives you exactly what you want to see. Mm. But I have still found stories that that counter a lot of my my worldview, which I think is is good and positive.
1: But that's not really coming from uh big media, big like journalistic yeah, outlets. Yeah. Um, it's just coming from regular people who are posting on Reddit.
0: Right mostly i mean it's the the democratized element of of reddit kind of helps that a bit but you're right in that the alarmist section of of that just seems to be more i don't know i guess more that's what sells that's what sells it's always
1: but that's always been that way yeah you know like we watched newsies recently well (laughs) the first like 20 minutes because we got bored (laughs) but That whole first act, that whole first number, is about how oh, is there going to be something good on the front page that will actually be able to sell papers? You know, and it's just oh, it's just a boring strike again. Like it's not something like a murder or you know, because that's what sold newspapers. And it's no different now. It's just instead of the newspaper, it's your you know NPR feed or your you know.
0: Yeah, it's pretty uh, fatalistic.
1: Yeah, and. I don't know. Like I do, pay attention to the news a lot with this podcast in mind, thinking like, yeah, thinking oh, of what we're going to talk could about. We talk about this week that isn't just going to bum everybody the fuck out. Yeah, you know, everybody knows about the stuff that happens. So why do we need to rehash it here?
0: Right. You know, you don't you don't want to make it worse, and and that's yeah. the thing is is I feel that we're still trying to find something. Maybe the. The tone of the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think we've had a wonderful time talking about all kinds okay. of stuff, but it's important to take a moment of like, how serious are we going to get with this? Okay. Because it makes me think about what exactly are we consuming and how can we balance it out? Because this week, you know, we were thinking, what, what were you listening to? And this is just kind of like a something to get to know you a little bit better here and what our, our habits are this week.
1: What did I listen to this week? Well, I listen to the radio, um, like NPR Mm -hmm. every morning when I get up, while I'm making lunch, lunches when I'm driving to work. Yeah. And on my way home from work and sometimes a little bit after work. So I listen to a lot of news.
0: Yeah. And you get bombarded with that. Even NPR and and all those guys, they just continue to hammer away at that. I get a
1: lot of it. And then in addition to that, you know, I listen to other podcasts. I listen to comedy podcasts essentially Mm -hmm. um and yeah that's essentially what i listen to
0: yeah music and podcasts and not so much with the intent of getting the news that's not like your main thing that you go to
1: the news Mm -hmm. no i would say it is
0: it is yeah like every single moment of the day
1: oh well no no
0: because i think i've noticed that you you listen to npr in the morning uh i sort of continue listening and i have I have two shows that I listen to, the recap that um, NPR does, which is Up First, mm-hmm. which is the 15-minute thing. And one of my favorite things that I'm listening to right now is the New York Times has a, a daily podcast called The Daily. And they do sort of a, a long-form journalist piece on on a topic. And, and, you know, they cover some of the main headlines of the day, but they also have like sort of a centerpiece um, that's, that's a little bit more in depth. And that tends to get pretty heavy, but it's quick enough. It's only 30 minutes at most. And it's pretty effective. And I feel like, okay, I've had my fill of the news. I, d- I want to mm-hmm. unplug. I don't want to listen to that. And then after that, it's Spotify or podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I wonder why are we so exhausted? Is it just the nature of the news that we're getting? Like the intensity, the, the absurdity of the things that we're hearing that, like, is this fucking real? Or is it just being, being overwhelmed?
1: It could be. I do find that I used to listen to, when I worked at night, I used to listen to, I used to catch the BBC World News at 11. And the BBC is way more international. And particularly, global as hell. Yeah. And particularly, it focuses on, there's a lot of like African, um, there's always dismay too, it seems it's yeah it's rough
0: there's usually struggling governments or there's famine or somebody civil war yeah um
1: yeah it's pretty terrible yeah a lot of the time
0: yeah but the the great thing about this and and you know that i keep predicating this this whole idea of perspective and how reframing something is like the greatest thing that somebody could do but whenever i listen to that stuff like the Really intense world news where something is going completely wrong. It's just maybe the one time where I can really get something good out of it where, yes, they have my, my sympathy in, the, in those situations, but I'm able to appreciate just how good I have it here. And maybe that's really the only benefit to come from that because if we were in a better financial situation, it'd be like donating, you know, the shit out of our extra bank account, you know, mm-hmm. but just trying to survive it gives me a great sense of perspective. Like, think of all these people that would just, they would kill to be in a safe place, mm-hmm. to be able to provide something for their family and to have a little bit of stability, you know, and there's hope in that. You know, at least for for some of us who, who need to learn that lesson, maybe there's something good about that.
1: Yeah. It's and kind of a stretch. Sometimes it can feel that way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's tricky. And I do try to not just focus on the doom and gloom because there are bright spots.
0: Okay. So given the nature of the news climate in in our country and in the mass media, let's find three things right now that made us smile this week that we got from the internet. Okay. Three things that should be pretty easy, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Can I go first? Cause I have one that, that I thought was really good. So on Reddit today, there was an, there was a, a gif, gif or GIF?
1: Uh, the debate continues.
0: The, okay. So there's a gif <laughs> of, of the Japanese man who is greeting his dog. Mm. And the dog is, is bowing in the same way because it's a sign of respect. How adorable is that? It's How amazing cute. is that?
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: You felt like, Friendship and kindness and caring transcends mm-hmm. species. It was um, pretty amazing. I have a good one.
1: Okay. It was just like a... I think it was a Tumblr post that was getting circulated. And it was just... It was a a dog who um, was being trained to be a drug dog, like in an airport. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't... Either he wouldn't or he couldn't sniff out the drugs. And so they... Put him in like a um, like a conservation um, group, and he was uh, tasked with smelling. I can't remember what it was like animals or stuff in nature, and the <laughs> and the caption was um, something like all I read was or you know like someone responding to that story saying all I heard was dog isn't a narc become scientist. <laughs> It was adorable. Oh shit,
0: that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So we got one more. No, I could take one moment here to go look at the uh, the pet section, the r a section of Reddit, yeah. and I bet you that we will find something incredibly adorable.
1: What about that cat with the angry face?
0: <laughs> that one's pretty good. That, that one's, one's pretty good, good, but it 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 doesn't it doesn't make up for the rest of the week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let's go to ah. Uh. Things that make you go, ah, like puppies, bunnies, babies, and so on. Let's see what the most popular, the top post this week. It's this one, and it's, it's entitled, The Decoy Keyboard is Working. Oh. Could you <laughs> describe that it's one? It's
1: a little tiny orange kitten sitting on top of, on top of someone, like a, someone's keyboard at their computer.
0: And he is adorable. He's, he's just completely, yeah. he's got completely gigantic adorable. ears. Oh, he's a sweet cat. He reminds me of uh, like a skinny abbot. Uh-huh. That that sort of tone. Yeah. Now, Abbott, who in the um the lore of our household, he was the bastard son of Bill, who was the uh the outdoor cat the and Tom Cat. Yeah, he was he was a Tom Cat and Abbott was the great fluffy cat who belonged to my mother in law. He, sadly, is no longer with us, but, uh, okay, I'm sad again. Can we do one, one happy, <laughs> just just one happy one? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, um,
1: oh, what about that that spider video that you thought was disgusting, <laughs> yeah. but it was hilarious? It was about the bola spider. Which and it is, had the
0: voiceover, right? Yeah, it that had, like, a thing. funny
1: voiceover, which, otherwise, that video would have been horrifying, but it, it was just this video about... About it was an educational video, but it was a silly video about the bolas spider, and it just had like a silly narration <laughs> where they called the spider Nancy, and they called the the web it was spinning her butt rope, and <laughs> that her butt rope was no one's business but her own, and
0: <laughs> she had every right to do with it what she yeah. what she it was wanted very to. Very funny.
1: I liked the best part of that video was they it was explaining how this spider catches moths. Moth oh, yeah. is what they eat. Yeah. Because the moth doesn't stick to the web because the the moth has these like little hairs on its wings. Uh-huh. And so it can just fly away from the web. But in order to catch the moth, the spider creates like this snot string. Oh Christ. It's what it looks like. Oh. And it puts out this pheromone that smells like a female moth to the horny male moth. What a bastard. And so it puts out that smell and it lures the moth in. And then it takes its snot string and it swings it around Ugh. to, like, entice the moth. Mother of God. And then it, like, sticks to it. And then, you know. Man. And then the moth, like, makes the little, like, yeah. it mummifies the moth.
0: Yeah. The intensity of your hands, as you describe this, is very unsettling. <laughs> That's how
1: it was in the video. Like, the, the spider is hanging from, a like, a limb. With the snot hanging, and it's got it's like hanging onto it. it with its leg, and it's spinning it around to like catch the moth's attention. It was amazing. Spiders are disgusting, but they're actually, I mean,
0: they're incredibly complex predators. Yeah, yeah. In their in their they're ecosystem, like,
1: they're apex predators in their ecosystem.
0: I hate them. I hate them so much. Thanks, I hate it. Thanks, I hate but it. But
1: the video, if you don't like spiders, it's fu- it's still funny because. The narration is pretty silly.
0: But I, I tell you what, it is is—it is true. Even though I am incredibly biased against the spider kind, watching that video and, and realizing that there were more loves and laughs compared to the sad and angry, that was a good barometer for me on Facebook to determine that, yes, this could cheer me up. Yeah. And I decided to give into it. I laughed a little bit. And I also barfed in my mouth <laughs> just a bit.
1: Yeah, that spider was pretty
0: hideous. Mm, yeah. It was worth it though. So, there you have it folks. If you're interested <laughs> in just letting loose, go uh go find those videos. I think we should post them on the we can, on my blog or we'll something. Them. Yeah, we'll link them up there cuz uh I'm going to try to do a better job of posting the content that we talk talk about in like a link mm-hmm. so that way it it'll be in one place. It's so, a good idea. Yeah, I'll try to get there soon. So, I think we should think to that.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Let's take to the positive side of the yeah. news cycle. There we go. Wherever you can find it.
0: Wonderful. Oh my God. I got to tell you something before we move on to Molar Time. Okay. I feel so mad at myself because I missed out on the greatest pun that this show could have been called. When we developed the Tinks. Uh huh. This show should have been called All Tinks Considered no what the fuck no what the fuck maybe All that'll be a spinoff
1: considered
0: what do you think i mean that's yeah. that's pretty legit that's pretty right? pretty good okay we might have to rebrand later i don't know
1: i don't know <laughs> can you just imagine like npr being like uh-uh cease
0: and desist terry gross will be so fucking mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah well she does fr- fresh yeah, air she's you know
1: just, be like ari shapiro and Audie cornish right right and be like hell no yeah, if we that's went... That's ours. <laughs>
0: you got to get out of here. Just got to get out of here. you are going to
1: copyright that pun.
0: Yeah, we'll go to jail for like 20 years. I hear that's what happens when you steal titles from... I was I was so bummed out. I almost I wept in my car for 10 minutes. <laughs> Missed out on the great marketing that was going to give me. But at least we can do shirts. Now think about I mean, this. We could, okay. Yeah,
1: it could be like our tagline or something. Yeah. yeah, so just... I mean, it doesn't really make sense in like our kids' asleep. Colon all tinks considered, but you know it's okay. Yeah, we. I you, think I think the scope a
0: the scope of it is large enough. And and just follow me on this. If you start opening it up to some of the ideas that we talk about, I think maybe it'll be a more recognizable thing in the future. Mm. We just got to keep doing our thing, and then if the t-shirts come, because you know I want that t-shirt empire. You know I really really want to get yeah. going on that. T-shirt printing business that I've always dreamed of. We'll get there. I mean no rush. We we don't have to talk about it right now because we're having a good time. It might have been I think this is a point of contention among uh
1: You're just very fixated on the t shirt thing. Yeah.
0: Well what's what's wrong with t shirts? You can you can wear what you love. Mm-hmm. You can wear what you love. Do you
1: know who you remind me of? What? The Jack Black character from Orange County. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's like, fucking Stussy just made these t-shirts that said, blah, blah, blah. and he's a millionaire, and he lives in Hawaii. Doesn't do anything.
0: Well, he had a great idea.
1: I've got all these ideas.
0: He's like high as fuck,
1: speeding down the freeway. Got all these ideas.
0: I just I just think it's an avenue for potential success. We just got to consider great t-shirt names, and slogans like All Tinks Considered. Now, let us know, folks, if you think that would be a great idea for a t-shirt. I think so.
1: Let's convince Maddie about it. We can get some merch going. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Podcast people do that.
0: But alas, let's move on to subject number two, which is?
1: So Robert Mueller turned in his report today because the investigation has ended. Here we the, go. The, the, excuse me. The Russia investigation has ended.
0: Let's go to Twitter, where the epicenter of the action is happening. It's just like the same tweet retweeted over and mm-hmm. over, and then people just like getting all hyped about. I it.
1: was listening to NPR today while you scroll through that, and it yeah. was like they were just like speculating. It was it, it was kind of silly to listen to because the headline is really grabby, like. The Mueller investigation has ended. Like he's taking, he's given the report to the AG. And
0: right, well, when I saw it, though, to be fair, this whole situation has been brewing for so long that we've wanted some kind of of end to it, something you know to to let us know that there was an inkling of a of a conclusion to it. So when out of nowhere on Friday night you get this message that says the Mueller investigation is over. You're like, okay. I saw that thing pop up at like five o'clock on on my way out of work, and I just completely felt like they shut it down. They completely shut it down because I just saw the top part of it. Like,
1: yeah. So I. I, Oh, you didn't. You didn't think it was like it's he's finished it was like they shut it down yeah and
0: i i still had to close down the office and i had to water all the plants because (laughs) i'm the designated plant guy now Mm -hmm. at work Mm -hmm. so that takes a lot of time and so by the time i left it was like another 15 minutes so Mm. i had to live with that Mm. for
1: see when i was listening to it they were like interviewing all these people and they were like so it's ended now what and they were like we don't know anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but what do you think it's? It could be a page. It could be a thousand pages. And they're like, yeah, we don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the thing is now it's down to the attorney general to actually reveal what, what is in that report.
1: Yeah. They think and the most likely scenario will be again, they were like, we don't know, but this is what could happen. Right. And um, wasn't,
0: wasn't Barr appointed by Trump too?
1: Yeah. So after, after Sessions recused himself, and then Rosenstein was overseeing it, but he's since stepped down. And, um, yeah, now this guy is the new the new one.
0: Mm-hmm. And here they're saying, um, Office of the Special Counsel Mueller shutting down. Spokesman says Mueller will be concluding a service in the coming days. A small number of staff will remain to assist in closing the operations of the office for a period of time. Um. Let's see here. I'm just kind of trying to get a sense of of what what people are wanting. Well, what I because- was going to
1: say was the most likely scenario is that the AG Bar, Attorney General Barr, will come up with like a public summary uh-huh. of the report and only reveal the details that he deems necessary for the public to know. And then at that point, I think Congress can can request that Mueller publicly testify about the contents of the report.
0: But they want to see it. I know that right away there's been quite a few politicians, of course, on on the left hand side Mm -hmm. who are just wanting the thing released right away. To them. Yeah, I mean making yeah. it public. They they want to make it a public document. Oh, that's not gonna happen. So I, I mean think. Yeah, it's very unlikely, but they want to stoke with the fires to make sure that they can continue mm-hmm. the momentum of, of the Yeah, of the
1: case. I don't I don't think the report's gonna be made public, but mm-hmm. I do think that
0: But if Mueller testifies
1: Yeah that will be but the, he's only allowed to say so much because the Justice Department determines what he reveals. At least that's my understanding. Uh, And, you know, there's 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 classified stuff in that report that they can't talk about that they'd have to do behind closed doors if they did it at all.
0: Yeah, there is a lot of speculation right now floating around here from Tim O'Brien Bloomberg, opinion executive editor. A senior DOJ official also says that Mueller is recommending no further indictments, Mm -hmm. meaning Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner won't be indicted by the special counsel's team. If they face an illegal peril, it will be at the state level or via SDNY, it, it would appear. Yeah. So.
1: But that's regarding collusion, right? That's regarding the Russia investigation.
0: That's all the tweet said. So I'm, yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Now, yeah, it's, it's hard to say really, but maybe this was really premature of the, of, of us liberals to get excited about. It is. And everyone's sort of been, Placing all of their thoughts and prayers, you know, to have Mueller come down and, and bring whatever corruption is going on in the,
1: I in the don't, Oval Office. I don't think that it's not going to yield anything. Even if it doesn't yield indictments, it's probably going to yield information that we didn't have before. Um, I do think people have, you know, Democrats, the left, have been putting a little bit too much uh, too, much, too much, stake in this, Yeah. You know.
0: I don't know. Any additional thoughts on, on Mueller? Cause I mean, it's, it's still pretty brand new. It's just the general shock of. Yeah. What's next?
1: Right. And I think we might be disappointed. <laughs> I be. think people will just be disappointed about how little is revealed. Yeah. And how little action is taken.
0: <laughs> because there's so many channels already set in place to protect these positions of power. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah. just have to wait and see. This is now just a a game of wait and see. Yeah. But so far, I mean, if they can bring something that we didn't already know, something that the president himself didn't tweet 24 hours ago because the man just tweets <laughs> anything and everything, then I'll be surprised if there is something actually new in there. Yeah. If there's some secrets about the PP tape, I mean, I'd be very intrigued <laughs> to see what's going on there. It's all it's all about the trauma. I'm very interested in the drama. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: see, that's how they get us. That's the hook. It's I know a lot I think bullshit. I, I shared, sensationalist bullshit. I
1: shared that politico headline with you today and it was Yeah. It was so grandiose and like disgusting. It was just like <laughs> a huge that? picture of Robert Mueller and it just says the investigation has ended and <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, like, and yeah. I saw the comment. Somebody at the very top said, How long have you guys been sitting on that yeah, poster seriously. to share it with yeah. the world? And everyone was just <laughs> it
1: was just like extra, extra. It's like a little like <laughs> street urchin on the out. corner. Extra, yeah. extra.
0: But time will tell, folks, and that's really all we have to say about this for now. So for now it's it's a very indecisive tink.
1: Yeah. I would say we should tank because at least he finished it within the first term. Yeah, good for him.
0: That's more optimism than
1: mm-hmm. I
0: previously thought. That I than I had previously thought of this investigation. Yeah, I was like, this shit's not going to go anywhere. It's going to end in twenty thirty
1: five. Yeah. And oops, sorry.
0: And that's it. Yeah. Well, uh, what are you drinking tonight?
1: I'm drinking the wine from last week.
0: Okay. And you're drinking the I'm German. Drinking, yeah. So I was at Albertsons and I just decided to go for it, get something new. This is a German wine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, kind of like a dessert wine. It's, it's sweet and awesome. I think you should try it right now. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think.
1: Mm. It is good.
0: Isn't that nice? Yeah. It has, it's like smooth mm-hmm. and it's, it's not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Don, can you smell this? <laughs> tell us what it is. Our friend Don who knows a lot about wine and she is a uh, what Yeah,
1: she I don't know what what level she's at, but she's she's taken a lot of classes and she's very well well read. So we're
0: just we're just Don, we're just going to call you a uh, wine genius. There you go. Wine genius, resident wine genius Don. We hope that you enjoy this German wine. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So you can shoot us an email or you can send us a message about it if you're out there listening. Thank you. A <laughs> <Our> fucking fridge.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's making ice.
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's doing that. I'm going to get the name of this wine, okay? And then okay. we can talk about action movies. You can so hit
1: the off. You can switch it to off if you want. I don't know how to do that. Just push the, the wire thing in the freezer. I'm not going to do Why? Right. So it's the brand is Starling Castle, and I guess the type of wine is Gewurztraminer. Gewurztraminer. Gewurztraminer.
0: I can't. I can't even. I tell you what. Let's just have a recording of of Caddy G saying that. Yeah. Anyway, this is good wine. I'm going to be sharing it on the, uh, the blog. Let me know. Let me know if you try it. I love the hell out of it. I think it's good. Now, last but not least, one more item to tink to. And that is the great dilemma
1: that's been haunting us since 1998. The two Doomsday movies we wanted to talk about this week came out in the same year, like six months apart are Armageddon and Deep Impact.
0: So let's do first impressions. What was your immediate reaction when you saw Deep Impact? Because it came out first, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Mm. Deep Impact was... I like that movie. I think I like it more than Armageddon. Uh, Maybe because, again, my penchant for the actual destruction that happens in movies. Those meteors actually hit the earth. Spoiler alert. Or one of them does. Oops. <laughs> one of them actually hits the earth. As we've talked about before, my penchant for uh, the actual destruction that happens in a doomsday movie, Deep yeah. Impact has, it delivers.
0: Yeah, and I think it's, it's somber in a good way. More somber and, and less flashy, yeah. but it's, it's more character driven. What I really enjoyed about Deep Impact was, it did have a sense of scale too. It was big, especially when they advertised it. And that's what really drew people in. But then they were bummed out that it was something other than what it was advertised because you saw the big fucking wave just coming and destroying the city. And the cool thing about it. And I noticed that even when I was a kid, because I was what 13, 14 at the time, it was a build. It was a slow build toward that, that great conclusion of, of something that was bigger than, than humanity
1: yeah that's true because it does start like months or like a year yeah or it's, more.
0: it's all about the anticipation of the event yeah and so you get this this sense of worry and you mm. you really start to feel for the families that are going through that
1: mm-hmm.
0: i liked the way that they that they approached the the guys who are on the ship who are up there doing the mission oh yeah it felt earnest it felt you know, more grounded. Mm-hmm. Whereas by the time we got to Armageddon, which was in in June, uh, middle of summer of ninety eight, I guess yeah, Deep Impact came out on May seventh.
1: Of ninety it came they came out a month apart? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez, I thought it was more than that. Like
0: they came time. out a month apart and the thing about Armageddon is it was like it was just Deep Impact on steroids. That's all it was. It was two flavors of the same story, in my opinion. I was more drawn to Armageddon because, you know, I was fourteen years old, so like immediately I was like, "That movie fucking kicks ass." It's flashy. It was definitely super flashier. flashy. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that in in Deep Impact's defense, it that's the one that's aged better mm-hmm. for sure. It's the better film, mm-hmm. but Armageddon might just be the greatest piece of shit movie in the history of our time. Well,
1: and it was like at that t- it's it's like a little time capsule of that year too. like it's
0: stylistically yeah. or just
1: stylistically and then with the with the Aerosmith song <laughs> yeah. that everybody knew and played on the radio like every 5 minutes. Uh-huh. It's very emblematic of that summer.
0: And of course it was it was the birth of modern Michael Bay. Like, I feel that that's the movie when he figured out his formula of what product he was making or what he was selling, what his style was. Because before, you know, with Bad Boys and all those movies, he it was still passable for a standard action film. I mean, he was flashy, but not to the amped up degree that Armageddon was. I mean, it was hyped up as hell. Mm -hmm. I could rant about the wonders and the downfalls of his stylistic choices, but it was, it's still an enjoyable movie to me. It's not even a guilty pleasure. If anyone asks, Armageddon's one of my favorite movies, part of my childhood and also part of my, my blockbuster education. Mm. So I have a soft spot for it, for sure.
1: Deep Impact also had Elijah Wood, which I was very into Elijah Wood (laughs) when I was a teenager. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Lord of the Rings had a big uh, hand in that, I think.
0: Yeah. You just went back and said, "Oh, Elijah Wood's in this one." Yeah, I'm what other fancy. movies has he done? I like Elijah Wood. He's a good guy. He's a
1: good actor. Yeah.
0: He picks good movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since Lord of the Rings, he's able to choose whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Or nothing at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just I have to look this up because this is um, this is something that I know is a, is a bit of trivia, but I want to confirm it.
1: I was trying to remember if I saw Armageddon in the movie theater or if I had to see it later I feel like I probably wouldn't well I don't know it was PG-13 so maybe I would have been able to see it in the movie theater if I did I don't remember <laughs> where or with whom I saw the movie but
0: well I just wanted to point out that um I I found it was it was really cool and you could tell in the direction this is sort of the great parallel of those movies that I thought was super awesome on the one side you have Armageddon which is testosterone on film hyped up amped up man vision and deep impact was one of the first major motion pictures of that budget to be directed by a female Mm. director uh her name is mimi leader i don't know how you say her her name yeah remember yeah i do she did like pay it forward i think Mm. a couple of other ones what what the fuck was i googling if i don't know anything about this director (laughs) but (laughs) i know enough i just want to confirm yeah, she's, she's known for, um, directing, uh, episodes of Shameless, The Leftovers, Smash. She's done a lot of TV lately, uh, directed some ER, but at the time she, she did a lot. Yeah. And I thought in terms of, of point of view, that was a really cool exercise because not only were the scripts, yeah, you gotta hand it to them. They were slightly different. The direction of both of those films is just so, diametrically opposite mm-hmm. that it was it's just really interesting to see technically the same movie as directed by by a man on one side and then a woman on the other
1: mm-hmm.
0: it goes to show the nuance <laughs> of deep impact and that's why it aged a lot better in my opinion
1: yeah, yeah. so uh, between the two movies which do you prefer oh no if you had to choose
0: if i had to choose one I'm revealing my my gender and my bias. I would pick Armageddon, yeah, because I don't know any better because I'm just a stupid man, <laughs> and I yeah, I I, I don't I, value nuance. I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't choose
1: Armageddon <laughs> between the two of them. I choose Deep Impact. This is like I
0: have such an affinity for for yeah. the spectacle. No, I get I yeah. get
1: it. The spec it is it it has you know I love Bruce Willis. I love Ben Affleck. Like yeah, it's a great terrible movie. But you would pick Deep Impact. But I would pick Deep Impact, yeah.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. And
1: I haven't watched Deep Impact in a long, pretty long time. I don't remember the last time, but...
0: Still resonates? Yeah. Well, I think we have two good movies on our hands, so let's go ahead and tink real quick. Okay. And call it a night. Because we're losing steam. Anything else you'd like to add before we take off?
1: Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review. Please. Comment
0: below. Helps us out. Help us out. Maybe someday you guys will get a nice t-shirt, all tinks considered. Yeah. Check it out for your health.
1: Have a good night, guys.
0: Bye.